0: step away from the noise of social media and mainstream news on watch in washington is your place to hear directly from leaders and difference makers in our nation about the issues that face us as believers families voters and people of prayer join us for the next 15 to 25 minutes and be inspired challenged and encouraged it's time to fuel up so we can pray and change our nation and yes we always pray together. So we're going to switch gears now and we're going to talk about the other part of what this webcast is about. We talked about the miracles. Now we're going to talk about the horrors. And I want to invite on the screen, Dave Kubal, who is our president and CEO. And thanks Dave for joining us today.
1: Good afternoon, (laughs) ma'am.
0: Dave and I have had a busy week and in D.C., it's There's no shortage of people groups and things and connections that need prayer. I don't know if you want to share just a, a top end of what's been going on this week, what IFA has been a part of.
1: Sure, I sure will. And thanks for the opportunity. Our time is short. So I, I really wanted to spend the bulk of our time talking about something that happened uh, at the Israeli embassy on Tuesday there were there was a group of about a hundred of us that were invited to come and uh, view raw footage from the October seventh attack on Israel. Raw footage from the day of the attack. Now, this footage has only been seen by a few congressmen and women in the United States Congress. In order to uh, be a part of the viewing of this, we had to leave our phones outside the room, sign waivers from the Israeli Defense Force indicating that we will not share uh, any raw footage of it. But let me tell you what we saw. On October 7th, last fall, 900 civilians were killed in this barbaric attack. Over the course of an hour or so, we viewed Approximately 130 of those deaths or remnants of the violence uh, of Hamas. And I have never seen something as horrific as what we saw over that hour. There was no voiceover. There was no script. It was literally piece of raw footage after piece of raw footage from Hamas body cams, from cams inside cars, from closed circuit TV and, and intersections. And I'm gonna take a moment to describe some of the horrors just so that you have a sense. And I can tell you what they described to us, what we saw were not even the worst of the atrocities that were perpetrated against women and children. But over the course of an hour, we saw over 120 innocent civilians slaughtered and attacked. We saw the body cam that was later recovered, I believe, from a dead Hamas soldier of Hamas soldiers going into innocent people's homes and Men, women, just going about their day, sitting on their couch, and their lives were snuffed out. We saw pool of blood after pool of blood. One specific scene I hurts me beyond words I can express of a dad who was trying to get his two boys with him into the safe room. He got his boys in there and the Hamas soldiers tossed in a, a grenade, which exploded in the front of the father who fell through the door and the into his, the pool of his own blood. And we saw the emotional reactions of the young boys and how they just watched their, their father attacked. We saw the burned bodies of party goer after party goer sitting in their cars as they try to escape that outdoor concert where the hamas soldiers came and slaughtered and we saw the burned out cars and the burned bodies still in in the cars innocent civilians 900 of them perished on that day alone and in the body cams of the Hamas soldiers, constantly what they would be saying is praise to, I'm not even going to say the, the name of their God. We saw bodies thrown in the back of pickup trucks, uh, abused, dead bodies abused and then driven through cities, unclear what cities or parts of Gaza that they were driven through and crowds of demonized demon possessed men and women coming around those pickup trucks and continuing to abuse the those bodies that are in the back of, of the pick pickup trucks and I, what kind of god would want that type of atrocity and hatred to occur Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it is unbelievable and Chris I'll toss it for you your comments with this final statement I've never understood the love of God until I saw such evil before my eyes the only thing holding back such hatred and anger and atrocities is the love of our God. When I, I you will never be able to see that footage. They won't even show that footage in, in Israel because they don't want to surprise somebody whose neighbor was shot and killed and for them to be emotionally scarred for the rest of their lives by watching the footage. But I can tell you the only thing holding back the door of evil is the God of the Bible. And guys, I, of course, you know, am committed to the plans and destiny of Israel because it's the apple of God's eye, the country is. I'm committed to the plans and destiny God has for america because the role we play but guys i gotta tell you i've never been more committed in my life after seeing the possibility of such horrors being expelled upon um, um, americans israelis or anybody around the world Mm -hmm. hamas a proxy of iran they're committed to the annihilation of God's people. They have denied, the, they have not accepted, a two, not even a two-state solution. Their only position is hatred in the annihilation of the state of Israel and Jews around the globe. And as we watch anti-Semitism sweep the, the world, really, and, and here in America, the only reaction i have after watching such horrors is that it's a demonic spirit mm-hmm. only a demonic spirit could stir up such ha- such incomprehensible illogical anger against people who have done nothing mm-hmm. So, Chris, that's a lot, but my heart is full. We've had a busy week with all sorts of things. But after seeing what we saw there at the Israeli embassy on Tuesday, I I don't think I will ever be the same. Understanding the love of God, the importance and role of the United States of America to protect freedom all across this globe.
0: Dave, thank you for sharing. And it is Hard to fathom. I think that was the biggest thing as I sat there next to you in the room that was silent and you could hear the natural sound. In some ways, you heard bullets. You heard the reveling of those brutal killers that were celebrating the killing of young co-ed girls that were in a room huddling, hiding. You heard them calling their mom and dad, wherever they lived, celebrating that they had just killed 10 Jews and the jubilance on the other end of the line for their proud for their son who had done irrational absolutely irrational it's not a battle between two armies and that they want to make it about that it's this army versus this army it is even more I think has solidified as you said that it is just demonic evil that is there is just There's no honor in killing people the way they killed it. It's not. It's not a war. We know that war is hard. This is not a war. This is just demonic slaughter. And not only that, but even after they killed people, and I don't want to get too graphic here. I'm going to give
1: one graphic one because this is when I stopped watching and I had to turn away and just look at the back wall because there were a number of screens on the side and the front, so everybody could have a view if you've ever been in the Israeli Embassy, it's a small room where they have meetings like this. And they were taking a garden implement to remove a soldier's head and kept doing going and going until they accomplished what they wanted. It just barbaric. And the soldiers were standing around the one Hamas soldier on barbarian. Um, and cheered him on. Chris, you probably recall Pastor Hook, who led our time there, mm-hmm. say that Hamas has been described as animals, but really it's to describe Hamas as animals is an insult to animals. Animals yeah. don't even do what those barbaric, demonically possessed men right. did
0: it wasn't enough just to kill people but they mutilated and revelled and what struck me dave as they we saw truck after truck coming into communities it wasn't just those people it was women and children and other men coming out to greet them as heroes as they would hold up these dead bodies and or heads and giving them so it's not just The people that are in the Hamas army, it is it it was citizens of of wherever it was, whether it was Gaza or where it was, who were all in the same mindset. It is a spirit that is pervasive, not just among the killers, but of people group. And the other thing I wanted to say is that um, we heard even Lebanon, a leader in Lebanon say just this week that um, it's not about land. It's not when we know that and it's silly for us to even be negotiating with people who say it's not about land because you give us our state. We, all we want to do is just continue to kill Jews to negotiate land is putting a dropper of water on a fire that's consuming you. It is not doing what is actually what is in people's hearts. And as you say, it's demonic. And I think that one of the things that I came away with is that it is a level of demonic that I have never ex- seen before. And that this is, it's just, its hard to fathom, but it's real.
1: There was one scene where the, the crowd emotionally reacted uh, the most. And um, a, a, a friendly dog came out of the door to greet who they the dog thought was a friend but in fact it was a Hamas soldier and as the dog got closer wagging his tail the soldier shot the animal and the dog acted surprised and actually ran faster like he was trying to be protected or or the pain would be ceased by this person in front of him. And the soldier shot the soldier, the barbarian shot the dog, the friendly dog again. And this time the dog died and Hmm. the whole crowd, the hundred people gasped at that moment. And there was something, we talked about this offline. There's something about seeing a person die that is horrible and horrific. And in a way We're a little immune to it because of mute movies and whatever. But when you see the innocence, even of a friendly dog, it just brought everything into perspective. It brought the value of human life up, you know, a million notches as we watched that very moment.
0: And as you said, Dave, what they showed us, they spared us. They said purposely, we're not showing you women and children being killed. We did see some young the after effects of some young party goers, but we didn't well, see the, the worst. Well, of- and
1: they, they alluded to some of the horrors that the soldiers, right. the barbarians committed to to women. And I just, I, the, the, there's no way I people could have sat and, and watched it more than what we did. Okay. So I just want to, I'm going to just pivot a little bit to mm-hmm. the first Friday. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about, and Chris, you made the contact with Senator Tuberville who, as you all know, has been fighting a woke US military. And we've been watching in the news yet another Iranian proxy, the Hooties, which is basically just hired mercenaries who now are controlling most of the shipping lanes through the, the Red Sea. And last week I was able to have 15 minutes with Senator Tuberville to talk uh, about this. And since then, as you all are aware, three servicemen were killed in a in a drone attack from Iran. Excuse me, who knows what proxy army is claiming that. But so we're gonna have firsthand knowledge of a senator who is on the armed services committee tomorrow with us on the first Friday. But in addition to that, we're having a former acting director of ICE, who was the acting director in Trump, President Trump's administration, who will give us her, his perspective. Ron Vitello is his name on what is actually going on. He will be live and his focus will be on immigration, deportation, actually too, of what's going on here in, in America. And Chris, you and I have been tracking the convoy of of truckers convoy of prayer Mm -hmm. of hope and prayer what's the title of it
0: it's the convoy of protect our border and it's a prayer and
1: whatever it is it's rallies and prayer right but we need to just alert you to the fact that recently the swell at the southern border has slowed but there's intel that there are foreign nationals foreign soldiers amassing at the border who are going to potentially attempt to come across the border today and tomorrow to set up violence at these rallies. And Eagle River is one of those specific places. Mm -hmm. Eagle Pass, yes. Mm -hmm. And that's, of course, been in the news quite a bit. We've planned this immigration national security first Friday a number of weeks ago. And As the Lord usually does, he sets us up for things that are current and and relevant. But we're telling you today, if you're watching us live on February the 1st, today, to be praying for the southern border, be praying for these peaceful convoys of regular citizens. There it is. Take back our border convoy. Peaceful assembly and prayer. There it is. Peaceful assembly and prayer. And we'll be texting out. You can um, click on the QR code on your screen. And we'll be texting out a, a prayer guide that uh, Chris has created to help you know how to pray effectively for that. So, tomorrow we're going to be focusing in on national security, not only domestically, but internationally with a former director, act, acting director of ICE and a current sitting senator. So, a lot is going on in in and around the world. Chris, closing thoughts?
0: Yeah, I just wanted to say it's amazing how sometimes the puzzle pieces come together because part of some of the people streaming across the border are the same kinds of people that are enacting violence worldwide. It's not Eagle Scouts that are coming across our border um, or, or just families that are looking for a new life. There are a lot of bad people. In fact, one of the people that's on video said, soon you'll know my name. And he was identified as an extremist. Let in the country, just among the other people, he was bragging about that. And so, some of the people that have committed atrocities in these pockets across are the same people that are just streaming in. And so, what you're talking about tomorrow, Dave, ties in with security in general and what you're talking about with um, Senator Tuberville. But I want to say that this rally, we were asked if we could provide intercessory prayer support. And of course we did. And as soon as we were asked, we wanted to get this out to you all. So it needs prayer because it could be a powder keg. It could be something where if they, these foreign nationals, which are on the other side of the border, that strangely enough, there's not a ton of them coming in right now, could be let out like a dam to come and clash with these peaceful protesters that are only coming to pray and to voice their concern about the Southern border and could be the kind of situation that could be something that the enemy would want to use. So please intercede. That's
1: that's the whole point that regardless of peaceful Americans who are assembling to pray peacefully, if people come in and, and stir things up, get things going of course, the press will, will take that and, and absolutely run with it. And that's the second point of prayer. Number one, that the border would not allow these folks in. Number two, that any perception other than a peaceful assembly in prayer, any, anything else would not go out in the press.
0: And that is in the prayer guide that was made before we even had that intel about the potential clashing. God already went before us, and and that was one of the requests or one of the prayer points is that it would not be used and some other things. So please get the prayer guide. You can see where the rally goes. You can even pray over the route. It's today and tomorrow and Saturday that it is finishing. Get your prayer guide. You can download it free on ifapray.org. Dave, any last words from you on this We're excited to hear your interview tomorrow.
1: Yeah, you can just be praying. There's a lot going on. D.C. this week around the Presidential Prayer Breakfast, there's a bunch of events that are absolutely incredible. We went to one yesterday, hosted by Verst and FRC, and the Speaker of the House was there, and probably 15 congressmen and and women. And it was a time of prayer and repentance. And I had the opportunity to be on the platform also and offer a prayer. And it was a time where nobody was introduced. Nobody gave a speech. There were a few, but a few planned speeches. But people were there to pray. And it was just one after another, prayers of repentance. And I was talking with Jim Garlo and I said, what a gift to the nation this is. He was the prime mover behind it. And I I tell you that just because I want to encourage you that God is doing great things. One of the congressmen cried out in his prayer, said, Lord, where is the fruit of our repentance? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And my heart just resonated with that. Lord, we're here. We're repenting. Mm -hmm. We need you to move. Mm -hmm. So that is going on behind the scenes. Today was the presidential prayer breakfast with just members of Congress. So, of course, we weren't there, and it's, I don't believe, televised or anything. But there's all sorts of things. We have the opportunity. I'll be calling the nation of Ukraine tonight to a national day of prayer in front of their ambassadors and diplomats. You could be praying about that. So God is on the move. He's Mm -hmm. doing great things. I wish you all could travel with us and see the mighty things, you would be so encouraged. And I I know it's because you all pray for us here at IFA. And we absolutely need it. The opportunities that God is giving us are, they they come in every single day. And Mm -hmm. so this year is a year of focus of us trying to hear from the Lord uh, as to what our role is in all of these things. And I don't say all that to say anything other than, God is doing great things in his people in the United States, and we can expect great things as a result of that.
0: So well said, Dave. And we always want to make sure that we're sharing those things in our news um, feed and in, in the communication in that we have with folks that goes out because God is real. He is moving. It's not what happened. And this book gives you a great glimpse of the ways God has answered prayer, but he's still writing stories today. These are what happened just up to last year, God is still doing great things. And you can also hear some of those things through our state leaders that are giving us wonderful stories. Read those in our prayer alerts. And if you're not getting our prayer alerts, sign up online on the website. We try to be a, a good mix of prayer needs and encouragement and sharing what God is doing, because we've got to have hope if we're going to pray, because if we have no hope and we feel it's hopeless, then prayer is fruitless. We feel like God's, there is no answer to prayer. Hopeful prayer is what we're after. That, Dave, thanks for taking time to be with us today. appreciate it. And Thank you for look forward to your interviews tomorrow at 1215 Eastern time here on the same place, ifapray.org. And you may be listening to this on a podcast. So if you are, check the other podcast and make sure that you watch this next podcast as well. Dave, thanks for your time.
1: God bless you all.
0: Thank you so much for being patient to join us today. So many different things to share. We put our hearts together today. I saw somebody said they used a half a box of Kleenex on today's. There's wonderful things. There's terrible things. There's, it's all out there for us to digest. And let's do that asking the Lord for us to glean what we need to glean. I think sometimes when we hear these hard things, he gives us those prayer requests, those prayer points, the ways that we can learn to pray as watchmen on the wall. And I think sometimes it helps to solidify the fact that for me, the big takeaway was the evil is so evil. And um, as we heard from Jonathan Kahn, who Rabbi Jonathan Kahn who spoke um, yesterday, it is the same evil through the ages, and it's rearing its head, it's doing the same evil, and it's just in different ways, and it's still deceiving, it's still robbing, killing, and destroying, and it is what the enemy is all about. And um, we are in a time now where we have to be on guard, praying and seeking him and sharing not only the wonderful things God is doing, but also about those horrors that we're seeing so people can be aware that evil is existing. It's not about party. It's not about which side you you find yourself on. It is really in these days, it is about good and evil. And that's where the battle is. Thank you for being part of our prayer time today. We do love being together to share this, just all this information and to share these folks that need our prayer and to be together and to feel connected that we're a part of the same prayer effort. And I know your hearts are connected to one another and this virtual time, even though we can't see your face, we know you're there. Thank you for for what you do in your corner of the world as you intercede in your prayer room and your in wherever you are. And we hope that you'll visit the IFA Pray website to download that um, prayer guide and continue to pray for Nicaraguan pastors that are there. We have a long list of prayer needs, but thank God he has given enough intercessors out in the world who are able to handle, and he is never tired of hearing us um, intercede and come to him. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for joining us on Intercessors for America's On Watch in Washington. Be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And share the word. We bet you have a praying friend who would love to listen too. Visit ifapray.org to access our library of free content, including prayer guides, special intel reports, articles, news, and items for action. We're glad you're a part of the IFA community.